can't believe you haven't seen Harry Potter 3. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even I, I've seen Harry Potter good, 3. I just lost all respect for you. Prisoner of Azkaban. Prisoner of Azkaban. Get it right. That's what I said. What's your movie? What did I say? Prisoner of Azkaban. God damn it, James. You what? Harry Potter freak. I can't believe you haven't seen Baby Geniuses. I love Baby Geniuses. <laughs> Two and three? I don't think I've seen I think it. there's five movies now. <laughs> oh, my God. They only get worse, I'm sure. Yeah. I've actually only seen one or two. Yeah. Because the first two were the same kids. There are three Xenon movies. I've only seen the first two. All right. This week, we watched Motocross. It's about a cross-dressing uh, motocross rider who fills in for her brother when he breaks his arm. Sounds beautiful. It's a Disney movie. Sounds like uh, Boys yeah. Don't Cry, minus the fake cock. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one with Hillary Swank, right? That's yeah, Hillary Swanky. Swanky. Well, you know what, guys? Hello, and welcome to the No Expectations podcast. My name's Ben. And I'm James. Max over here. What's up? And today, welcome. we're going to be talking about Not the... Space Jam. <laughs> we're going to be talking about the 1990 film, The Two Jakes. Starring Jack Nicholson. And directed by Jack Nicholson and written by, I already forgot the writer's name. Uh, uh, the writer's name. Robert Town as well. Oh, yeah, oh he, Robert okay, Town. So he did yeah. too. Oh, and also this is starring Harvey Keitel. I forgot to mention because shout out to Harvey because he's awesome. Uh, my synopsis is written on my tablet, which is starting up right now. Oh, it's okay. Or you can read it here if you'd like. Okay. Uh, two Jakes. The tale of two Jakes. No, it's just the two Jakes. The sequel to Chinatown. 1974, finds J.J.J. Gitz investigating an adultery and murder and the money that comes from oil. Oil. That's oil. very vague. Yeah, it's super vague. Oh, um, so not the oil. So this one, uh, we're just going to touch on a little bit. It's going to be a smaller part of the episode um, because it was very similar to Chinatown, but in our opinion, not quite as good. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm going to give this one from what I saw a... Uh, from what you saw. Yes, because I did not finish the film. Got it. James is the only one who finished. Yeah. But in the past, I remember some people not finishing movies, so don't give me shit. <laughs> but I anyway, uh, it, and it's a two-hour and 18-minute movie, mm-hmm. so bear with us. But uh, from what I saw, a three out of five. Um, and that's just for Love and of Jack and for some good quips of dialogue. And that's a good rating. I don't blame you for not finishing it, so yeah. you're forgiven. What do you give it? I gave it a three out of five as well. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you know. Yeah. It, it was and it was on the low end of a three. It's out of a very five. low end of three yeah. out of five. Yeah, because I give it a three just for Nicholson. That's, yeah, that's it. That's it, man. And Kaitel, he was he was good in there too. Yeah, I like Harvey. Almost uh, seemed like there needed to be a bit more. So of I'm him. the only one that I actually now remember the ending. Mm-hmm. Remember we discussed this earlier. Um, I'm the only one that knows the ending of this film. So okay, if you want to know, I can tell you guys. Is there a big orgy? <laughs> big. Ten, whoa! If you want to know the ending, stick around for the end of this video. Yeah, yeah. I'd give it a three. Yeah. Point five. I, oh, I really? like how I like how it tied up a lot of stuff from the old movie. That's, it did. That was was what I was looking forward to because the, the the first movie in the series kind of ended on a bit of a cliffhanger, and we had to wait almost you know sixteen years for this next one to come out. Yeah, not I, almost sixteen years. Yep. Exactly. I was so eager. This one came out in nineteen ninety. Yeah, that's quite the gap. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's and quite the gap. I can tell like Nicholson looks very young in the first, first one. in Chinatown, mm-hmm. and now. 
1990, that's about as old looking as he gets. Did uh, yes. did Nicholson this day. want <laughs> yeah. to like revisit the character because it oh, was I'm original sure. screenplay and everything it wasn't based off anything? Like, was it just Nicholson or was I'm it I'm, Town? Sh- I'm sure it was Nicholson because the reason I say that uh, in Chinatown, one of the one of the X-ray fun facts on it um, on Amazon said that Jack Nicholson refused any other offer through his entire career to play a detective. The only detective he would ever play would be um, Jake Gitz. Okay. So he said he said he didn't want to uh, tarnish that character. Mm-hmm. He said so that's the only detective he would ever play. I remember um, even Robert Town actually specifically wrote the character for Nicholson. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So I did like what I saw, and will I go back and finish it? Actually, yeah, mm-hmm. I will go back and finish it just out of respect for Jack and for the I'm, whole. I might watch it again. I yeah, it's it, it wasn't perfect from what I saw, but it still was cool. And uh, it held my attention. Good dialogue. Really good dialogue, yeah. Actually, that's what I forgot to do in the last episode. I wrote down some bits of dialogue oh. um, that I thought were really cool um, from Chinatown and from this one. So the dialogue I liked from uh, from this movie, The Two Jakes, was one that Jack says, well, Jake, and it's, uh, uh, in this town, I'm the leper with the most fingers. And mm. I thought that was a cool it was a cool quote, meaning like out of all the ones who are the most fucked up, he's like the least. Um, and then from Chinatown, John Houston's creepy businessman tells Jack Nicholson, uh, of course I'm respectable. I'm old. Politicians, ugly buildings, and whores all get respectable if they last long enough. I thought that was a really, really cool quote. Yeah, I like I like that. And in the first one, I, I actually had written something on and didn't notice. Um, he says, when you're right, you're right. And everyone still says that to that to this day. Totally, yeah. That's a good just like, and just cut through the bullshit quote. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like that. It's a simple one. Yeah, Jack is the best man. He's and what's he deli- really cool, the way he delivers these lines is is yeah, phenomenal. Amazing. And I can't picture anyone else but Jack. I'm gonna have to look at Jack's uh, IMDb and actually go through and check his filmography mm-hmm. because I could be wrong, but I almost think this might have been the next movie he made after Batman. Two Jakes. But we'll see. There was a little bit of a gap there. So let's go back to 80... Bet- scrolling. Between uh, 87 and 88. So, so the first movie was pre-World War II. It was? And, yeah. I mean, it was set pre-World War II. And Two Jakes was set post-World War II. And yeah. he had served... Served in here. Yeah, I noticed yeah. that they said that, too. I was mm-hmm. like... I thought that was, like, within Chinatown. I was like, I don't re- recall that, so... In Chinatown, though, I do remember when they're laying in bed together... Um, him and Faye Dunaway, she says, oh, did you have a uniform? Was it blue? I bet you look cute in your uniform. And I'm wondering if they meant that, like, he was a cop or he was in the Navy. And I was like, huh. But, like... I think he was a cop because he has he has a badge. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and that's how he knew his other dudes. I think they showed it in this one, too, and that's how he's he, going through his safe. Um, and that's how he knew that lieutenant, yeah. the, who also, like, didn't age at all in the movie. Did you see him? The guy yeah. that was, like, the Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. one who, like, shot um, mm-hmm. the... Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, anyway, yeah. So yeah, just to confirm, uh, he did. I, I'm sorry. He did Batman in 1989, and then he did the Two Jakes. Cool. Yes. Fun fact. And then man, and then he had dude such a slew of hits in the 90s. Man Trouble never saw, but like a few, a few a few good men. Hoffa, Wolf, Crossing Guard, not one of his better ones. Uh, Mars Attacks, as good as it gets. He was on SNL. Uh, I'm assuming hosting about Schmidt, anger management, something's got to give. Like holy shit, Nicholson made so, so many, many good movies. Ones, yep. 
And there's a bunch here I've missed, so it's like, who knows? I mean, there might be some stinkers, but I'd still give them a shot, at least for Jack. Well, you know? for, for the network, Two Jakes was a stinker. Uh, they It was a $19 million production budget. Ooh, that makes so much sense. They uh, only got about $13 million out. Ah, okay. yeah, that sounds about right. If you can see... Um, I, you probably can bring up the film. I don't know. I oh, just yes. most of the, most of the time when he's in the office when it's nighttime. I'll pull it it's, up right it's now. It's just a set. Yeah. The background, yeah. And everything is just painting. Yeah. You can tell, like, yeah, the budget's completely. Yeah. Sorry. It's uh, there. We go. There we go. It, well, part of that could have been attributed to. It was released on the same day as Air America and Flatliners. Oh, Flatliners was a moderate success. Joel Schumacher. I've never seen Flatliners. Really? I know they made a remake about good shit. Good movie, yeah. I'd recommend Flatliners. Uh, Kevin Bacon, and um, Julia Roberts, and Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer, that's what I was looking for, Kiefer. Yeah, good movie. Good movie. Good Joel Schumacher. I don't like his dad. Yeah, that's so weird, man. Uh, that's the thing about James. He hates Donald, Donald Sutherland and Ben Kingsley. Yeah. Those are actors you hate. Why do you hate them? Is it just their just face, face you don't like? Just their it's face. like that chick from The Invisible Man. Yeah, Elizabeth, uh, is it Elizabeth Moss. Yeah, I think that's her name. I don't know the one from the one from that and Mad Men. Yeah, The Handmaid's Tale. J- James hates her. She's yeah. just it's just something about her face, and she yeah. looks like she's smelling a fart. Yeah, I could see it. Yeah. She's got a fart face. She's got a fart face. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so this one, it, you know, who knows? It could be one if I rewatch, I might really like. But um, there's just a little something to it that's missing. Like it's missing a little bit of. I I think I think a movie like this would benefit from like a half hour trim, and just like maybe a little little quicker. Little quicker pacing. The only thing I do like about this movie, well, I mean, there's a couple things. Like this movie is definitely Jack Nicholson. Like you see, like I don't see the, the Gitz character. I just see Jack Nicholson on the yes. screen, which is not yeah. a, not a bad thing. It's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's also a scene you guys probably have because it was near the end. Um, I do want to show it. Like if we can bring it. Sure, up. sure. It's near the end, um, he's at the police station. Um, Here. He, he makes someone piss himself. Oh, the suck it scene? Yeah. That's my, oh, oh that's the best you got scene there? in the whole movie. Is that movie. near the end, right? Do you know where it's at? Uh, it's somewhere around there. I, I, I mean, I watched the second half of it kind of, uh, like I'm too far. Just like doing chores around the house without playing. Gotcha. So I was either watching it or listening to it. I wonder oh, if Jack, I wonder if Jack went to any Lakers games while he was making this film. Probably. Yeah, just keep is he a Lakers I, fan? I had it. He's a huge Lakers fan. At least he used to be. There it is. You might have to back it up though a little bit. There we go. So he sticks the gun in his mouth and just says this epic line. Right, yeah, suck here you it. Look. What did I skip it? Sorry. No, you're fine. Go. You can just leave it up. There you go. So Mur- so he's he says uh, he's something about a whore pissing. <laughs> she'll piss in Beautiful. your face, but she won't take oh, a dump yeah. on your chest. <laughs> That's made, awesome. That he made was, a remark about it. He was like, "Well, I guess uh, you didn't please her or something." <laughs> that that was you know what is this movie? It's rated R. Oh yeah, it's a it's oh, a hard yeah. R. Yeah, there's a lot of. A lot of F-bombs and uh, ass groping. Yeah. Where does he get all those wonderful toys? <laughs> That's why I'm glad he just got his revenge there, too. Just he's great. I see what you mean, yeah. though, about him being, like, full Jack mode in this. Like he's I like, mean, he's walking around with sunglasses throughout this film, too. Yeah. He's great, man. And also, he directed, so he could do whatever the hell he wants, mm-hmm. which is great, man. And he was like, that's like when Jack was Jack. Like when they say Jack was like on top of the world, like Mr. L.A. I mean, that was like Jack at Lakers games, Jack having big parties, Jack like hanging with the SNL people and yeah. banging hotties. Like, and he could still do it, you know, because he wasn't that old yet. He was old, but he wasn't that old. I was hoping that the fact that he fought in the war was more of his character. or That would have been cool. Something, because it was just not really that much of a plot point. Yeah, some... Just kind of to let you know what the setting was. Like what he did for the past uh, 16 years. Yeah. And in this, 
in this universe, it was only supposed to be a 10-year gap. So it went from 37 to 47. Um, when so. in real life, I thought I thought so, yeah. No, they, they say, like, it's... They, Did they say with, 16? With her, it's been, like, they say 15. Oh, okay. For some reason, I thought it was 10. Mm-mm. But um, I was going to say it looks like 16 years. Like, everyone noticeably aged. Yeah, sorry. I Sorry, I just, you know, I finished the film. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. <laughs> Permanent Midnight, and what was the other one you didn't watch? I did watch Permanent Midnight. There was one you didn't watch. I was on my phone a lot on Permanent Midnight. There was yeah, one you it was didn't all watch. you. It definitely wasn't me ever. I stayed up through all of them. Oh, yeah. Mm, no. Yeah, Max all definitely. Yeah, Max yeah. is totally... I think one I entirely missed and bullshit it, but that's fine. It's, it's just funny. When you always, yeah, you admit it, though. It's just, it's just funny getting the shit when this is the first one I haven't watched. Okay. All right. I'll remember that, James. I'll remember that. Mm-hmm. I still love you, Ben. I, I love you, too. I know. But like, like I said... Is not a movie that you need to watch. Yeah. And you know one thing I actually noticed? Um, I wonder if a part of the reason why it wasn't successful um, was the advertising campaign. Because it looks like, honestly, even just looking at the poster, like, yeah, the art's good. But there's a second poster where it's, like, really zoomed in on Jack's face. And, like, it looks a little... See the one, under, one? underneath yeah, there? Yeah, I like that one. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, it, it's missing a little no, something. I like that one. So I, like that. I, like I like that one. Not the other one. I yeah, I like the purple one. But the one underneath it, it just looks like... Home video, you know, mm. where I'm kind of like, eh. Straight to you, old VHS back then. Yeah, straight to VHS and Laserdisc and uh, Beta if you had it, Betamax. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It, uh, yeah, it, it's whatever. It's there. I'm glad it exists. Oh, you know what we should talk about that would be interesting? Um, movies that had sequels that came out way too late. <laughs> oh, well, we Because there's one a ton. Like we already said, Dumb and Dumber. The Dumb and Dumber 2 yeah. was. yeah. That one should have been made, like, around, like, 2000. Yeah, 10 years later or something yeah, like that. That yeah. would have been great. Maybe 2005. I mean, they came out with Dumb and Dumber, which was good. Good. I enjoyed yeah, it. I, mean, I enjoyed it, too. studio and everything. They, they did, did a did good a great, job. I think they did a great job. They did a really good job, yeah. But, yeah, Dumb and Dumber 2, like, yeah, it just... There was one recently. Oh, oh, Coming to America. Yeah, what the fuck? Did like, you guys what? watch it? No, dude. Don't. <laughs> I watched it. No piece of shit? It is. It's pretty much... Yeah. What you yeah. expect. I don't know. For me, it was kind of like on the par with Zoolander 2, where yeah. it's I love hate it's gimmicky, movie. and it's like, I enjoy this, this is a sequel, and you're, you want to see all the characters again. It's yeah. for those people who just... I just don't like just, Leslie Jones. Yeah, she no. sucks. Mm. But my thing with a lot of movies like that is, like, they, just like you said with Dumb and Dumber, like, they, they waited a little too long. Like, I think... 10 years is really good within 10 years for a sequel. But when it's one of those like unexpected sequels, which is kind of cool. Like imagine if you'd thought you'd never see Chinatown again or any, any character from it. And then 1990, suddenly there's a sequel. Imagine like how exciting that was for a film buff. It would have been like, Oh Mm -hmm. sweet. That would be like, I'm trying to think of the equivalent now that would almost be like getting another departed now. Yeah. Cause just, just about really Mm -hmm. of a, it was a foreign film. Oh, Mm -hmm. I didn't know. But everyone says the, Scorsese. Oh, I'm sure. Completely, it's yeah. way better. So good. That was kind of a cool scene. Scene where he gets blown up in yeah, the. Uh, I don't yeah, he gets that. he gets blown up in the orange. What used to be the orange field. That's where he got his ass kicked in the orange field in the first one. It's the same. Oh, pro- so it actually ties back together. Yeah, it's the same uh, property. Look at the scene right here. If you can show so, it. Can you show it, Max? Well, it's just the same. It's just the mm-hmm. clip being played over and over. Yeah. He's not actually on the. Yeah. Oh god. Can I? I could. I couldn't find it. Oh, you couldn't find it. No, but uh. It would, like I just wanted to show it over and over because you get you see it and it's like this is like a Roger Rabbit skit. Right it's here. very Roger Rabbit. Is that even Jack flipping? It doesn't look like it. Look when he's flipping. It doesn't look like him. <laughs> it's like a stunt double. Like that is a stunt double. He's going like he's doing a little <laughs> somersault and then all of this material is just like falling out of the sky already. When yeah. I just, 
It's so it's like the suspension of disbelief, right? So there. this mm-hmm. actually foreshadows the ending without him. There's an explosion. They're going to Toontown, guys. So the what ending, because um, Harvey Keitel's character has been sick, and they, you know how they've been saying there's gas or something, and there's the oil company looking, been digging in their things this whole time because mm-hmm. there's oil on that land. Mm. So at the end, they like there's this, this damn earthquakes that keep fucking happening oh no and it started one of his guys uh, shot the sink and it started spraying water everywhere and then oil started coming out and then jack's like that's a you know what that is right he's like you know what that shit is it's, it's oil a lot of money and he's like oh i can leave this for Catherine, like his wife yeah so he's sick already he's like everyone just like leave let me have a cigarette so he just blows himself up oh shit yeah it's actually cool does jack live jack lives everyone leaves if you want it's like near the like it's the ending if you guys want to see it it's kind of cool all right that's where they spend their budget on. Was that explosion? That was that was a big part of the budget. <laughs> yeah, probably. It seems like they're really good at having like action-packed endings. You can see like when they drive away, there. Cause keep going. All right. You might have the back. Oh yeah, it's perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Here we go. Harvey Keitel's really cool. Damn. So this is where the budget went, huh? Yep. Wow, I could see that. And so looks like that was real too. Those look like real cars. That doesn't look like practical. a model. Yeah. I don't think that was a model. I think that was really a exploding home. Check for natural gas, guys. Yeah, but that was that was basically the ending. Lots Damn. Money to her. Yeah. Well, it's almost like the shot at the end of the first well, one. And then it's she like, comes back to him, and, and she's like all like tre- like Catherine characters, all lovey and dovey hmm. to Jack. He's like, this is wrong. And then Harrison Ford flies out of a refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's when I checked out of the, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. That's when I just checked there. out. Really beautiful sunsets in this. I'll give it that. Mm-hmm. Really beautiful sunsets. Whoever did the lighting for this, really beautiful. Yeah, like I said, there was that scene that was just reshot. It was beautiful. Yeah? Yeah, but, um, gosh, I wish I could find it. Ooh. I can say hour in. Can, Ooh. can you go to, to one hour exactly? Sure. I oh, there's, there's that character. What what else was he in? He oh, was looks familiar. Balls and Fury. And he was uh, Cartwright, Cartwright from Seinfeld. Yeah, he was the he was the Chinese food restaurant uh, host. Yeah, I think I literally... Something Hong, is that his name? Hour, if you want James Hong. Is that actor's name? Are you at the hour mark? One hour mark? I, I so I've never heard of this x-ray thing. What is that? So x-ray, I'll show you. It's actually really cool if you guys watch Amazon Prime videos. Um, highly recommend. Is this a sunset scene? Oh, it tells you all the actors from the scene. Yeah, so basically you, you put view all... And it'll show you, boom, boom, boom. And then if you're watching it on TV, which I was doing. Um, it has a little fun facts. Yeah, it'll, it'll have fun facts, too. That's or cool. e- even on the computer. Yeah, it says it right it. there. It says it right there. There you go. Scene 20. That, yes. Like that? No. But, it's, but it, it'll also facts. say things like like in the first one where it was mm-hmm. like, oh, C.O. Thompson or whatever his name was, the executive producer, he's like, he'd stepped in here to do the, to um, play this character with Jack. And like it'll say like fun facts or it'll say like this scene was shot by a different cinematographer before he was fired. Mm-hmm. And it'll say like stuff like that. Um, I'm sure there's a way to have it pop up while you're watching. I oh, we need to see this part. Sure, sure. I mean, we, we usually pick, you know, best looking broad on the film. Oh yeah, this, we this didn't. Is definitely do a contender. That. I guess. I guess for the uh, for Chinatown, I guess we'd have to say Faye just because there was no one else. Oh, yeah. Evelyn's sister. And we got to see her, her daughter nips. Sister see her daughter? nips. Um, she kind of looked like young Jodie Foster yeah, a little did. bit, but I would say Faye just because her nips. But uh, this one, I would I would Sorry, say. Was it? It's like it's pretty hot and heavy. For for what? 
her nips oh her nips her nips her chips ahoy um this girl right here i would say yeah the cutest the cutest in the two jakes yeah we have done that in every single movie haven't we the cutest actress it's usually your thing yeah well i think it was just so many dudes in chinatown it didn't really and faye didn't really do it for me so this one is just you're constantly seeing her booty no you got my cat I feel like Jack is just Get like on your knees. slamming yeah. these girls around. Well, he directed this, and he actually does a reach under here. I'm trying to find. I like a good reach under from Jack. It's beautiful. Oh, oh, oh. never rub another man's rhubarb. What is Ooh. what is that? What's that there from? We go. You keep saying that. That's from Batman. That's a weird line that the Joker says. Never rub another man's rhubarb. It's just a weird. It's a weird line. I feel like he just like improvised it. <laughs> what does it mean? Uh, what does it mean? What does it mean to you? That's the real yeah, question. It's open for interpretation. There. Yeah, and I think he's holding a gun in it, so it's like I think it's implying rub, don't rub his dick, but don't rub his gun. I don't know. I don't know what it means. It's open to interpretation. Man, it gets pretty hot and heavy here. Yeah, yeah it does. Talk about water cooler talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at this little spicy vixen. Oh, look at that! Wow. I hope she wiped. <laughs> Jack, I, think that, I think that's why he pulled away. Jack pulls it out. It's like covered in chocolate yeah. and shit. Yeah, nineteen ninety. This was a very. There's lots of sexual. Uh, yeah. Points of contention mm. with this. Super sexy. Uh, I was really surprised that you know that line went the. Uh, suck it! The suck it scene. <laughs> suck it scene. Yeah. yeah, that was that was. That was too much. This was the era when there was a lot of sex in movies. I feel like now there's really not that much sex in movies unless you're watching like a Lars Van Zandt or whatever the fuck his name is movie. But uh, oh, I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the, but like Jack Build or something like that. The people that are trying to be like art house and like always having like full frontal in their movies, like that's one thing. But back then it was like sex was just kind of implied in anything over rated R. Like if you're in a rated R movie, it's like there's a sex scene. Like it's just, I think I would say from. What would you say from eighty five up till two thousand, probably two thousand, maybe five, two thousand five. Yeah, it seemed like there was always a sex scene, and they, and I'd say in the nineties they were pretty intense. I mean, they were like softcore, but they were like kind of long and kind of awkward. Pushing to see what they can get away. Yeah, with. if you're watching with your parents, you're like, hey, yeah. it's kind of awkward. And I mean, you've seen you Flatliner, right? Yeah, when Flatliner that was that was released on the same day, and that, that has lots of sexual. I don't remember. No, no? I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, good movie overall. Um, I do want to go back and finish it just, uh, just for the for the sake of Jack, for the sake of Jack. And I love the driving around scenes, all the driving around scenes through the desert. Mm-hmm. Like, look how beautiful the desert is. Like, super underappreciated in California. Like, that's that's a, that's a yeah. side of California you don't always see in the movies. Well, it was a film noir movie, and the coloring was not black and white, which is nice. Uh, they, I think they did a great job with the with the with the color on this movie. They did. They definitely did, and they, they caught, like, the dry, kind of boring landscape and still made it pop and mm-hmm. made it look beautiful. And here we are again. That's why I field. appreciate, like, them going outside because um, every time he's, like, in the city, it just felt like a, a set. Stagnant. Yeah, this, though. Look at look how gorgeous yeah, that, that is. Good. That's amazing. Yeah, Cinematography in this, props to cinematographer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really good. Really good. Chinatown was completely desaturated. Not entirely, but it, it, it really adhered more to the, the film noir sort of. Yeah. Aesthetic, whereas I, I feel like th- this two Jakes had more of the uh, storyline kind of formula, formula. Oh, formula. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Um, well, guys, we all got our That's ratings it. in, right? Yep. 
Well, what I would like to say next, uh, just because we got a little more time to burn and we don't want to jip you of a full episode, let's talk about upcoming movies for 2021. What we're excited about, what we're not excited about, what we didn't know about. Um, let's kick it off. The Suicide Squad. Thoughts? Um, I think it's going to be fun. I mean, directed by James Gunn. Um, he Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, he wrote Dawn of the Dead. He's did... Oh, gosh. I can't even think of right now. James Gunn, yeah. Oh, Guardians um, of the Galaxy is the only thing I can think of. Okay. So there's really good. This this one I was really excited about when I saw the trailer that showed some of the behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it looks sick. And then I saw the actual theatrical trailer, and it kind of, you know, made me a little less excited. Um, but I'm still going to go see it. It I still looks cool. It. Still looks cool. Am I having deja vu? Uh, they had made one before, and it didn't do as well as they thought, so they, like, are revamping it again. Yeah. It's, Instead of Suicide Squad, it's the Suicide, suicide squad. squad. I don't even know if the other, like, the other one exists anymore, like, in this yeah, universe. Yeah, I don't know if it's a different universe. But it's... Um, they were pushing a little hard on the humor. That's one thing I noticed they try to do. They, they push a little hard on the awkward humor, which I didn't like. Um, but the action looks sick, so I'm definitely mm. going to watch it. And I love Margot Robbie. Like, she's the most perfect woman ever. Oh, they recasted her. Yeah. No. Yep. Yeah, Wasn't she, she in the original? Yeah, she, she, was, she, was, Harley she was cast again. And then all these other guys are new, pretty no, much. No, uh, Rick Flagg's still the new, uh, original. Okay. Also. I think he's, it's, and the boomerang uh, <clears throat> guy, he's still original. Okay. So still, like, it's but John Cena and, uh, what's his name? Yeah, those are all new. all new. John Cena? They're all... Yeah, John Cena, he's, he's that dude. He's the dude with the helmet. I, I mean, whoever... I can't really can't see, see who him. he is. Whoever's invisible. Exactly, you can't see him. Yeah. Um, okay, so predictions on stars. Like, star rating on... I'm... Because I, I, I think it's going to be fun, and I love James Gunn, but I feel like the studio is going to make it worse. Yeah. Warner Bros. just does that, unfortunately. Um, I'm going to say right off the bat, a three out of five. I'm going to give it a three and a half. Three and a half? Three and okay. Hey, yeah, you know what? Three and a half. Three and a half. Be generous. The first Suicide Squad was very disappointing. It was. Yeah, but it was. <clears throat> I'd give the original one like one and a half, maybe. Same. Um, I own the original one. Yeah. Just for the characters. Yeah. I did like seeing Batman. That was cool seeing Batman briefly. Mm-hmm. That one scene in the alley. In the I like the universe. Movie. The universe is sweet. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't have high hopes. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna predict it's gonna be a two. Wow. Okay. Ooh. All right. All right. All right, No Time to Die, the movie that has we've been waiting to have come out for about seven and a half years. Mm. It seems like they keep fucking bumping it. Um, uh, I love James Bond, um, but this one, I, I, I don't know. I feel like it might get a little SJW on us. Um, yeah. I'm going to say three and a half out of five. Three and a half out of five. And the last Bond was a little underwhelming to me, I have to say. I didn't like it as much as the it. first. I mean, it's, if it had more of a Bond feel to it, more gadgets and yeah, everything, but it didn't feel yeah. like the Cray kind of Bond. So. Yeah, I, I, like, get it. I like the dark Bond. Like, mm-hmm. I liked, I loved Skyfall. I loved Quantum of Solace. I loved Casino Royale. And then when it went to, what was Spectre, the fourth one? Spectre, yeah. Yeah, it was just a little silly. I was just kind of like, all right, like it was okay, but it it did feel more like a Roger Moore. Yeah, and then this one, 007, is the chick now. He's retired. Oh, yeah. He's trying to get his number back, I think. And I don't like Rami Malek. I don't care. You can hate me if you want. I just don't like him. He's he's just kind of there. I think he's all right. I think he's a good That's That's one thing they always do. Whoever's whoever's really popular at that moment, they throw in. Like Javier was really popular around. Skyfall era, and, and so he was great. Was, uh, what's his, yeah, Christopher Waltz. Christopher Waltz. Yeah, which I still love. I love how every single thing I see online for this is like, "Men, shut up! The next 007 is a black female. Back off!" And we're just like, "We didn't say anything. Yeah. Calm the fuck down, like Jesus." And I'm like, "Okay, she can be the next 007, but guess what? It's not going to do as well financially." Just saying. 
I mean, do they just keep the same agent number? Or I thought they would assign like a new. That's what you'd number. think. Yeah, like and it's just, like when it comes to Bond, it's it's James Bond. He's it's Ian Fleming's yeah. James Bond. And my thing is, go ahead and make it. Go ahead and spy film. Go ahead and make a chick with a with her as 007, and let's see how the box office does. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, there was a 006 in GoldenEye. There was a different man who was 006. It's like, let's explore different 00s. Yeah. Yeah, if you really want to do that. Oh, yeah. You want to have a big universe like Marvel movies and stuff like yeah. Star Wars? Yeah. Do it with a double series. Yeah, but 007, James yeah. Bond, I mean, he's, come on, we want him to it's be like, a debonair British yeah. man. It comes off as being like, cancel old white men, exactly. normalize, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Sexy. And my thing and is, she's good looking. She is good looking. But my thing is, it's like, uh, I don't know. It's like, why do you have to erase another person to exist in the universe? That's like, why, I mean. why can't you just coexist? That's what I mean. All right. Let's move on. I, I'm going to give that one a three and a half out of five just because I think they're going to push yeah, modern. Yeah. They're, they're going to push social politics. No into time it, to die. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to make time for it, though. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, I'm, I'm looking for some action uh, <laughs> in, in the Our, Bond universe, in the Bond universe and outside, ladies. Uh, okay, so Space Jam, Space Jam, a new legacy. Um, I know James is stoked about this one. I'm not stoked, but I'm. You like, seem I, a little stoked. I think it looks fun and like it's it's exciting. I still love the original, of course, and I like what they're doing with this film. Yeah. Um, more of like into like a game universe, I would say. Mm-hmm. But it's, I mean, you can't compare. This oh, you've one seen to, the trailer? Or, yeah, I've seen the trailer. It's. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's gonna be a fun movie. I think it's, you're still gonna love the characters. Yeah. I think it's stupid that they're cutting off some characters out of the film, but I just want uh, Michael Jordan and Brendan Fraser. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's already been done perfectly. Uh, they better put Bill Murray in here as well. I just don't know where they just need to put him in there. Um, that would be amazing. Yeah. I love how all the little characters in the background. You got like all the Warner Brothers. You got Batman. You got. Yeah. I don't know why they have Clockwork Orange in there. Yeah, Pepe Le Pew's cut, guys, but let's, Clockwork Orange. Let's put the Clockwork Orange yeah. guys let's, in there. Did you know about that? No, Pepe Le Pew's cut because he's sexist. Yeah, but the Clockwork yeah. Orange guys rape people. They, like, people. rape people, and they get to be in the background <laughs> still in the poster. I feel but like Pepe Pepe's a romantic. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought, too, but I guess uh, it's, they're fucking idiots, whoever are in charge yeah. of these decisions. Even the actress who has a scene with uh, Pepe Le Pew, like, she's yeah. mad that they cut it. Wow. It's I'd be like, Pe- he's, he's a fucking cartoon skunk. Yeah. He's not, like... Yeah. Jerking off onto people's faces. I mean, it, it it sort of exemplifies the battle, like the push and pull in a relationship. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you could misconstrue it as being rapey, but I, as far as I know, there was usually some consent going on over Oh, there. it seemed like the cat was always kind of into it. Yeah. <laughs> in the end. In Pepe's world. Yeah, in the end, once she, once she submitted to Pepe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, a cat and, it's a cat and mouse. It's just weird what people get so, like, up uptight about now. And what stuff they let fly, it, exactly. it, you know, what what they allow through the filters and mm. what they don't. It seems like bullshit. Like it seems like they're not really offended by this stuff. It seems like they're just like, oh, we should be careful of this, but oh, we can we can let the scene of these two chicks making out in this cartoon last, or like leave it in because it's 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 part of the woke agenda. You're, you're you know what I mean? Like it, it's weird. It's weird what's what's allowed. You gotta have not. the humor for the adults too to understand. Like <clears throat> kids are not gonna understand. Did we understand all the dirty jokes back then? No. Like you look at Shrek too. There's yeah. like so many dirty jokes there. Yeah. Like, did we get it when we were kids? Yeah. Not really. Not really. No. Uh, it's just weird what stuff is allowed and what isn't and it seems really hypocritical and it seems like they're just playing it safe for like weird reasons like I, I don't buy it you know yeah uh, Space Jam can't beat the original this one's gonna get a I think two out of five for I'm me, gonna probably. give it a three I'm still gonna like it okay it's a, it's a higher three alright yeah I'd give the original Space Jam a much higher score oh, probably yeah. a f- yeah. you know close oh, to a f- he, it's yeah. in the four to five area yeah, yeah for I the original it. Space yeah. Jam it's a four 
But yeah, four. I mean, I just have not had good, good experience with these sequels that are just so far I later. I think, my, I think my expectations are pretty high on this one. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm not I'm, supposed to have expectations. I'm more of a uh, like a, probably a cartoon aficionado than a movie. You guys are more movie. I love that. So He's like, a cartoon guy too. If this thing is if this thing bombs, I'm gonna be really disappointed. I'm yeah. just gonna give it a three, so I can just. Hopefully it'll meet my expectations. Did you well, watch I mean, Tom and Jerry? We're getting Bugs Bunny, so it's like, all right, that's cool. Did I watch Bugs? The Tom and Jerry. The new Tom and Jerry? Yeah, I did. Shit. What did you think? I, I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it was fun. Tom and Jerry in that movie is really fun. Okay. But the humans, their, their storyline, fucking Why do stupid. they always have to throw humans in? That's my question. That's why I, I like their banter together because it's Tom and Jerry. They're beating the shit out of each other. They did a good job with that. But okay. I enjoyed it. And th- I mean, It'll do okay. Oh, it's always it's, were dumb. That, it's always risky when you take a uh, live action adaptation from totally. something like Tom and Jerry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you do? It's a big risk. I hear it has some really intense sex scenes. Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, The Kingsman. <laughs> um, I love The Kingsman series. I haven't seen any of them, to be honest with you. Uh, Jay, that's one they're so good. They're yeah. Good. They're like, so I feel like I'm going to like they're it. They're like the old Sean Con- or no, Pierce Brosnan kind of James Bond. Okay. In a vibe way with gadgets and stuff. Like, they're, they're fun. Yeah, I'm going to, I feel like I'm going to enjoy it just from what I've heard from you guys about these like movies. Y- if, if you want, you can wait and just watch this first, too, because it's a prequel. That'd so be kind of cool. Maybe oh, it's I a will. prequel. It is yeah. a prequel. They're going to do a third, another movie with Taron Egerton after this one. That's exciting. The first one's absolutely my favorite. I oh, sweet. Okay. I mean, the director, what is it, Matthew Vaughn, I believe? He did, uh, he did Kick Ass. He did, uh, Ooh, first, yeah. he did First Class. I X-Men. love Kick Ass. I didn't like First Class. I like it. Really? I think he did a good job bringing the universe back together. I'm a purist. I like the originals. But I, I did love, I loved Kick-Ass, though. Yeah. Kick-Ass was great. First Kick-Ass, awesome. <clears throat> Second one, not as good because he wasn't involved with it. Oh, uh, I didn't know mm-hmm. that. Yeah, this one, I I mean, like I said, I, I don't know because I haven't seen any of them, but I'm thinking a four out of five just from the trailer. Yeah. Like, it looks pretty cool. Four out of five. Yeah, I'll give it a four out of five. Give it a four out of five based on no expectations. All right, let's do two more and let's wrap it up, guys. Uh, Venom 2. I loved the first Venom. I thought it was really good. It was... Uh, I don't know. It, it felt like a Sony movie. It was like more in the realm of like the yeah, the, the, the Raimi Spideys. Yeah, we don't have to connect it with some other big universe. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. I just wish they would have gone for the hard R because yeah. it, it just missed the mark because of that. But it was still really good. I saw it twice in theaters. I enjoyed Venom, and I love Carnage, and I love Woody Harrelson. Woody so Harrelson. let's let's do it. I'm hoping for a four out of five I'll at least. For a four too. Yeah, I'm gonna be right there with you. Did you enjoy I, the last Venom? I really liked the last Venom. I felt like. There's room for improvement, so totally. I, I think yeah. that yeah. you know this is a sequel that's coming out as a response of a good box office. Yeah, um, I'm just hoping they don't do like the Amazing Spider-Man two kind of effect. Yeah, that yeah, because it feels there was something about Venom that felt almost under budget. Like it didn't feel like it was, you know, because it wasn't necessarily connected to like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. Something about it felt a little cheap, but I still really enjoyed it, and it felt kind of like more practical in its effects, you know, even though it did have a lot of CGI. Yeah, that's why I'm just tired of Marvel movies because they don't, Yeah, they just work on a universe now. Like yeah, but I, I, I enjoyed Venom though and I didn't think I'd like Tom Hardy and actually he was fine. Mm-hmm. I wish they would have gone with someone else but he uh, he still did good and um, yeah, I'm actually excited for this one. I'll, I'll go see it in theaters. It yeah. almost has like a film noir kind of kind feel. Of, yeah, Not yeah. like, I mean, that's a stretch but yeah, I could see that. It's very somber and they have big city, you know, I don't know. You see it, uh, San Francisco. I'm glad they did San Francisco instead of New York, which I thought was kind of an yeah. interesting choice. I was like, cause it, you know, you're expecting New York right off the bat, but do you think we're gonna get like Tom Holland up in this one? I hope not. I hope not too. I, I think it would fuck it up. Yeah, yeah. But who knows? Who's, who's this uh, second Venom? Carnage. Carnage. Oh, That's Carnage. Okay. Played by Woody Harrelson. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
Oh, I love. Oh, I love. He yeah. was at the end of the film. Of the I need song. to rewatch. Carnage. I don't even want to talk about Dune. I can care less. Yeah, Dune. I don't really care. I never read the books. I never seen so. the original. I don't, um, I don't know anything about it. Yeah. If you're a big nerd, you're gonna love this movie. That's yeah. what I heard. I I heard the books are amazing, and I actually own the first movie and uh, never watched it. Yeah. Um, I tried watching part of it, and it was one of those I think I, I heard it was like watching. it's just very fifty fifty. It's good, but to others and some people really hate okay. it because it's not true to the book. I think it's going to be a big thing though. It's going to be like a event movie, yeah. like an Interstellar or something. It's it's hard with those sci fi books that are just extremely long because there's a lot of ground to cover. Usually, mm-hmm. the stories yeah. are are just insane in those sci fi books. Yeah, you know, eh, we'll see. I guess we just have to get a review from real diehard fans. Yeah, I'll give it <laughs> off the top of my head, knowing nothing about it and never seeing the movie or the book. Um, I'm gonna give it like a three and a half. I'm, out gonna, five. Give, I'm gonna give it a three because I okay. So we're going back to all those like you know how they just throw actors in the movie. Uh-huh. Go look at the cast of that real quick. Oh yeah, it's like probably really trendy. I would imagine. Let's see. There's that kid who's in everything now. Yeah, he's the guy from everything. I don't even know his name. I'll just look up Dune. It's like Timothy Chamolet or something. Chamolet Dingo? No, oh, no. Let's see. Dune cast. Um, let's go on Google. Dune cast. Well, I guess it's 2021. No. Okay, yeah, you got Zendaya, mm-hmm. Shani, like Mary Jane. Jason Momoa. Oh, fucking Jason Momoa. Come mm-hmm. on, dude. Um, yeah, this guy, the... the Marvel Does she not have a last name? Oh, there, there's a last name. Oh, Zendaya. I just, I don't know. No middle um, name. Let's see. Yeah, Jason Momoa. I drink bottled water, boys. Uh, Oscar Isaac, he's in everything, and I actually like him. I like him, too. Yeah, he's going to be Moon Knight. Yeah. Which I'm totally fine with. Dave Batista. I want a Keanu Reeves, but it's okay. David Dalstmachian, the, the Joker henchman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like in everything. Oh, Javier's going to be in it. Okay, cool. Josh, Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin's in fucking everything, oh, wow. dude. Um, I'll check it out just for this cast. There's a lot of actors are in a lot of movies, but it's yeah. focused on the <clears throat> Timothy and the Zendaya, which I'm like, <sighs> uh, you picked like the most uninteresting model people yeah. to focus on. They're beautiful to look at. They are beautiful to look at. Let's hope they c- their acting stands up. Yeah, but I'd r- much rather watch Oscar Isaac and Javier Bardem drink soda. I and like talk. the David whatever his name. Yeah, he's. Yeah. I don't know. He's just a character <laughs> actor. He's in a crazy he's in clown. A, he's in the Dark Knight. Yeah, he's the crazy yeah, clown yeah. guy. Yeah. What else is in here? I feel like someone from this cast had to have died from COVID. Like, there's so many people in. Let's hope not. <laughs> all right, guys. Anyway, that's uh, that's all I have to say about modern movies. Let's hope it's not a shitty year for film. And I, I do think COVID, on one hand, actually did kind of help films because they're going to be looking for more creative stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like we had so much of the same back in 2019 and even into 2020, it's like I feel like it got to a point where it's like, hey, we're going to put in putting a lot of stuff on HBO Max, so low budget stuff is going to be kind of equal with high budget yeah, stuff because it's all going to yeah. come in at once. Well, historically, uh, at times of like crisis, people use uh, movies as a way of escaping, totally. and that's when the movie industry has just grown in leaps and bounds. Hundred percent. So yeah. maybe hopefully COVID will follow in that. Um, you know, we're, we've all been locked down for a long time. We need some good entertainment yes. and. Uh, it's, you know, it's it's always changing, so. Yeah, let's hope we get some good stuff. So anyway, um, as always, guys, be well, kind. Oh, wait, what? Oh, oh, you forgot about a movie. I'm sorry. Movie, so I'm jumping the I, gun, I guys. I one, but I think you already seen it. I don't know if you've seen it. What is it? Throw it out, man. We'll get you throw, let's throw movies out. Okay. Um, I've never seen Arrival. Arrival. Um, Arrival's great. I've seen I it. I've seen that. I've seen it, though. Yeah. So yeah. Um, that was one movie I've thrown out. Arrival's really good. Arrival movie. Yeah. Uh, let, me go, let me look up... Uh, Let's look up um Seaspiracy. Seaspiracy, I don't know anything about that. Uh, it's, it? it's a new movie. It's one of those like 
kind of like Tiger King came out Netflix documentary and it's oh, just okay. like really trending right now. Yeah. If you have a job and you have a water cooler, you've probably heard about it. Okay. You like the water cooler banter. But uh, yeah, it's just it's a documentary about like how they just murder dolphins and sharks Ooh. all day in Japan. People love dark fish stories. Yeah. Blackfish, they love it. I hope it'll actually spark some change and get people to That'd be nice to uh, you know put an end to some of this uh, violence. That would be great. Yeah, I'd love to see the ocean taken better care of. I heard, have you heard those disgusting facts where it's like whales, if they like die and they cut them open, there's like fucking like Vespa scooters in them and shit. Like, Man. they're like all this like seri- serious garbage, like serious garbage. Yeah, it's, you know, you, you could make a film about it, but if, if people don't go ahead and take action, like, like I don't know, for example, BLM, like they, they've gotten billions in funding and what do you get? You get a mural in the middle of your town. Yeah. And then the, yeah. the, the founder like has like what a $3 million home or something like that. She's bought like she five bought. homes this year. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me in the least. It's like, there's no matter fill in the blank, no matter what, um, cause, cause yeah, whatever cause or program you're, you're supporting, whether it's BLM or fill in the blank, there's a million others. I feel like too many people get involved, too many corrupt people get involved. The true meaning gets lost and you just get yeah. people just ripping people off. And I think it, it starts with, in here, you know, every single individual yeah. can make a change. Giving your money to somebody else and letting them manage it is just lazy. You know, yeah, be the change you want to be see in the world. Yeah, totally. Um, here's one called "The Passion of Darkly Noon" with Brendan Fraser. The year. Ninety-five. Uh, okay, I'm just worried with newer Brendan Fraser movies. I'm not gonna watch. This is. I don't, don't want to see the year, but I want to. Yeah. Don't don't look don't look don't look don't look don't look don't look. Nineteen ninety-five. Yes. Okay. All right, Passion of Darkly Noon. I just looked up Brendan Fraser in a movie that I'm... Viggo Mortensen, Ashley Judd. They're both in there? Yeah. Um, I think that's... Stop looking at more. I I, can, I say... I'm going to say 1995, Brendan. I'm going to say yeah. I'm going to say yeah. The Passion of Darkly Noon. Max, what do you think? That or something else? I'm down forever. You haven't... I mean, you have led me wrong. But uh, <laughs> well, we didn't Lords know of Flatbush. We didn't know. I, I guess we don't know. I like that's kind of fun, you yeah, know. Uh, I yeah. guess that's part of the no expectations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my thing is, and anyone who comments on like, oh, but you do have expectations. No, 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 no. We have predictions about what the story may be about, but we don't have any expectations on the quality of the film. We throw out that, hey, potentially, you know, I think it might be interesting, yeah. but we don't give our star rating until after we've watched it. So it's like we we have no expectations on the quality. We just hope for the best always. Do you want to do guest synopsis or just... Yeah, let's do it. Um, go ahead. Kick us off, man. Uh, I feel like this is probably one of his more first serious roles, I think. Because what was The Mummy was, what, 99? Yeah. So I think this is, it looks kind of serious, and it looks like it probably has to do with... Well, well it says faith right there. I was just going to say it. With uh, God, something's going on. Oh, um, okay. Could be very... Um, maybe he's tampering with... I don't know spiritually like the devil or something because he's covered in blood oh. maybe there's looks like it was based sands, on a book sands going on it does look like a book cover yeah for totally. sure yeah so maybe they're just trying to tamper with evil uh and uh i guess what's ashley judd's character is coming in and be the light she's the angel oh, yeah. gonna pull him out of it wow really good really solid um i wouldn't have even gone down the religious route that's interesting mm-hmm. i'm gonna say based off of that i'm gonna say he ends up like uh involved with a cult and maybe like sacrificing people or something he looks like a killer i mean he's all covered in blood on the cover um and maybe he like yeah he starts sacrificing people for like his own like weird crazy cult religion and uh i feel like he's like the only one involved in it (laughs) (laughs) he's just fucking wacko i don't know what do you think max 
Uh, I think it's interdimensional. Uh, oh. Like there, maybe there's like an alignment of planets. That he has to uh, do some sort of seance or. Okay. Yeah, like it was. Yeah, and seance. I mean, you can just tell, just right away, the lighting on the woman in the cover. Uh, she's definitely going to be an angelic character. And then uh, I'm just concerned about you, Brendan. Brendan Fraser is like in, in, in concealed in darkness a little bit. Like he's, he's susceptible to uh, temptation. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious about Vigo. Is, what's Vigo going to be? No doing? faith without blood. Maybe, maybe Vigo's the one in the middle or is that Brendan? Who knows? Maybe Vigo's the cult leader. Uh, he look. I think it's Brendan yeah, in the middle. He looks like Encino man. man. Vigo could be a cult leader or he could be a cop. I feel like a cop's almost obligatory. Yeah. The barbed wire. There's got to be something with like a prison. Oh, I thought that was I thought that was a forest behind that, yeah, Oh, that trees. is a forest. I think is it, it might be barbed wire. It could be both. I don't know. I don't know. And One then it, and look, it weaves perfectly into his hair. Is that? Bar- oh, that's his hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, but on both sides. I don't know what it is. We'll have to find out. But uh, all right. Was that the end of your prediction? I'm sorry. Yeah, that's it. That's all. Mm-hmm. Sweet guys. Okay, so if you would like to participate and enjoy the show ten times as much, follow along. Follow along, and between and now and next week, watch The Passion of Darkly Noon, 1995, Brendan Fraser, Ashley Judd, Vigo Mortensen film. And um, before we even like do our closing, also like if you have any more recommendations for movies, leave them in the comments as well, because we're always looking for new movies to watch. So please do. Yeah, totally, and. Uh, Always, you know, support us, guys. We're trying to grow the channel. So if you enjoy this episode, give us a like. Help the crazy-ass YouTube algorithm give us some love. And share as much as you can. Please, please. And as always, be kind. Rewind. And subscribe. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Goodbye. Goodbye. Suck it!